Do you ever feel like nobody is listening to you in sporting life? Do you watch a team play and think that you could do it better, or that you could manage it better? Do you sit at home and wonder what the people in charge are actually doing? If you can relate to any of these feelings, then stop right there and celebrate, because you've found the perfect outlet to share your opinions and views, the Football Ranter Podcast. You Southern Shandy drinkers can get fucked as the North rules the Premier League. Go on, tell me otherwise and the Astrid Bird best stick to OnlyFans as she knows jack about football. Is this how you feel about football? Do you love the North, but hate the South? Is Klopp an idiot? Would you drop kick pep? Do you dream of having hair like Arteta? Do West Ham fans remind you of orcs? Does Harry Kane spit a lot? Is the MLS a home for has-beens? If so then Football Ranter is your home. Listen up. This damn podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. We're talking mature themes and adult content here, so don't come crying to us if it offends your delicate sensibilities. Consider this your only warning. So we are here today, obviously myself, A-Bomb and El Chapo, half-time, uh, Leverhead versus Lewis, currently 2-0 to Leverhead. Fabulous. And we're joined by a very, very special guest. Um, please introduce yourself, special guest. Yes, my name's David Pope. I'm chairman of Leatherhead Football Club. Um, I've been chairman of Porter, 25 years. Originally from Portsmouth, so I'm a Pompey fan. Um, but don't hold it against me. Do you have the bell? Have you got uh, the bell, Dave? No, <laughs> let's not get into the guy with the bell. We'd rather not. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I moved up here uh, in you know business uh, 30 odd years ago. Came along here. I was always into non-league football down yeah. there with Waterlooville. Came haven't and Waterlooville, and then um, yeah, got involved here and formed the supporters club with one other guy, the Tanner Supporters Club. And then I was on the committee 10 years ago for 10 years, program editor, membership secretary. Had a bit of a break because I worked abroad, and then um, yeah got more involved as I retired. I retired five years ago, so I had a bit of time and I've loved it and I thought, yeah, let's give it a go. So the first thing I want to say is thank you for having us down. Pleasure. Uh, so far, it's been amazing. We've met some really good people. You've got a great bunch of people working within the club, but also you've got some really good fans. Sure. Yeah. Um, and also I want to say well done. Like The vibe and the atmosphere within your club here is amazing. Like, yeah. and you've made us feel really welcome. You've got a bell, very much a family kind of orientation. Yeah, yeah, That's the definitely. way it feels. Yeah. And we were chatting to some of your fans who have been you know, watching the club for 40, 50 years. Yeah. I find that incredible. Yeah. What's special about the club? Because there is clearly something special yeah. about this club. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I mean, there, when you get here, there is something about it. But, you know, it's getting people here to feel the vibe at match day. You know, the, the smell of the burgers, the onions. You know, it's a good old traditional non-league ground. That's a lot of people like that. Um, but there is something special. And, and it does have a special history because uh, in the 1970s, this club uh, was one of the top non-league clubs in Britain. Uh, along with people like Blythe Spartans, Altrincham, you know, teams like this. You know, we got to the FA Trophy final at Wembley in 1978, lost that to Altrincham, 3-1. A lot of the guys that you've spoken to will have been there. And in the earlier 70s, we had a 
amazing giant killing success. Leatherhead were one of the big giant killers. So we got to the fourth round of the FA Cup proper in 1975, January 1975. Played Leicester at Filbert Street. Uh, before It was actually a home tie for us. And we, in those days, you could switch, you could switch it. Um, 32,000 fans. Uh, and we went 2-0 up. And as a lot of these guys will remember, we lost 3-2 in the end. And this is the Leicester with, you know, Keith Weller and Alan Birchnell and all these sort of great players. Um, and also on the way, we'd beaten Brighton at Brighton 1-0, uh, Cambridge United, a league team. So we had a rich pedigree in the 70s. Now that is a fantastic... So people have heard of Leatherhead and we had some characters, the Leatherhead Lip, Chris Kelly, um, who was, you know boasted that we would beat these league teams and then we did and and he would score and that's what happened Brilliant. so um but you know we got a rich legacy but we well, the thing i've said when i came on board was as chairman we have to create our own history yeah. you know you can't keep looking back and guys you know that's 50 years ago i was 12 when i watched that leicester game on match of the day in portsmouth i remember it it was on the lead game on match of the day the FA Cup match of the day but um, you know we have to create our own history and I think you're definitely doing that I mean you're fairly new into the, the chairman's role I think eight months wasn't it yes role now. Um, what's been for me like in that eight month period what's been the biggest challenge so far I think I think just trying to get ourselves organised properly you know we've had a few challenges like a lot of non-league clubs with, with finances you know making ends meet uh, you know, being sustainable. Um, so I think just processes, procedures, you know, bringing my business experience to what is, you know, a football club, but actually is a small business. Yeah. And um, yeah, we are designed to be here for football, but behind that, you know, we have to hire the clubhouse out, you know, and we have to, there's a cash, a lot of cash around, you know, you need to. You need to have processes and procedures in place. Um, so I've got a great board of directors who are also volunteers, and we've got a great group of volunteers, probably 40 volunteers. You've seen a lot of them on the match day today. A lot of them are on holiday as well, but who give her their own time because, and they don't see the game sometimes because they're directing traffic or collecting the money and whatever, or serving burgers. And, and there's a real family. We call ourselves a Tanner's family. So that's that's not the challenge, but that's what yeah. makes it great. But the challenge is, is actually to run this as a business. And the second thing is we need a plan. Where are we going? Yeah. What's our ambitions? We never, we never really sat down and stated where we want to take this club because we think there's got great potential here. So, so do you have a mission statement then? You know, I'm, I've got two questions actually so number one is why would you put your hand up and actually turn around and say I want to be chairman and what's your mission statement then for the club because obviously the, you're saying I'm hearing you saying the past is the past it's a, it's a very rich tapestry but yeah. now we're now going to define our own our own. yeah future. I'm not saying ignore the past you acknowledge the past yes. and you and you are proud of your past but you know for a lot of our people who come to these games now the 30, 40 year olds they, they don't know that Absolutely. the school kids where we where we going to schools? They have no idea that their local football team was as famous as it was, yeah. and it doesn't really matter in a sense because what they're interested in is the here and now. Um, so we do have a vision, 
and a broad plan and we were in the court the board had its first strategy day which sounds very sort of uh, exciting but you know trying to map out a path forward where are our realistic ambitions for this yeah. club uh, and then and then writing a plan around that and we want to be we are part of the community but we need to be a bigger part of our community that's the way forward and it's and it's a well trodden track with non-league clubs get a 3G pitch become part of the community get the schools involved coming along playing we have a women's team which we're really proud of which was started separately but now is integrating into our clubs that's important for us Um, and also you know if we get a 3G pitch then you're talking about you know people with disabilities uh, walking football girls football and from a financial point of view from a business point of view it just transforms it we, we know that we've seen that model our issue is we, we're on a floodplain and 3G pitch is not possible at the moment yeah so what's your um, so what would you see as the biggest biggest hurdle of, of achieving uh, achieving that goal right now other than money of course which is part of it but yeah what, what's, what's holding you back there are, there are two sort of material constraints which are time and money yeah. because we're all volunteers and we all have lives outside of Leatherhead Football Club we devote a lot of time to it it's my hobby as it is with other people but um, at the end of the day we have lives outside of football and we have you know wives and children or whatever um, and money obviously is always going to be a challenge um, what was the question <laughs> well it, it's just it, it's just no it's not, I love the ambition and I love the drive and yeah. vision because ultimately, you know, you're saying that to, to number one is to, to, to grow from an aspirational perspective, you need to diversify in what you do um, because it's not, mm. it, although football is the primary, it's how we diversify on that and take our business mm. in, in slightly different directions. Also, it's the inclusivity as well. Yeah, so exactly. having the women's football team is, is absolutely brilliant and, and, you know, and how very, how yeah, how very apt that is at this moment in time when the Lionesses have just won, um, yeah. you know, uh, won, won their opening game in the World Cup and so we're starting to see women's, foot, uh, women's football and rightly so on, on the up. So, so that's that, that, that's great. From from a from a team perspective, do you find, how closely do you work with, with the manager and, and all the associated parts? I mean, what, what's your role as a chairman in that? How, how, yeah, how I mean, I think board of directors sounds a very uh, grand title as this chairman, but the fact of the matter is, we're running the club. We're the we're the executive. We're the operational people. So, you know, you saw me collecting the cash from the turnstile and putting it in the safe. You know, um, you know, we're not we're not swanning around drinking cups of tea you know the guys are absolutely involved and Mick in particular you know in terms of the operations getting this thing you know organised having conversations and in answer to your question the manager Hayden's great he he plays football how we want to play it that's why we appointed him he's um, absolutely committed to our journey and um, that's not to say it's without dramas because it's an emotional game, football. Um, but yeah, we're we're all together on it, um, and you know it just it feels great because the board are united. We just need to take that plan to the next level and yeah. say because the and again the reality is if you stay as you are doing the same things, you're going to go backwards. Actually, of course. Of course. I mean, what other organisation has stayed the same for the last 23 year, 25 years? And not either not gone out of business or has, is, is a lot smaller than it was. Yeah. So you've got to keep 
pushing to even get where it stay, stay where you are. And we, we've had challenges the last few years. It's been quite a disruptive period, and we've been relegated. Yeah. You know, we were step three two years ago. We were playing Lewis. And that must, and that must hurt. That, that must hurt, you know, as a fan, obviously a fan. Yeah, yeah. It, it does that, hurt that a lot. lot. But sometimes, and we've seen this with clubs like Walton and Hersham and Basingstoke, um, sometimes you've got to go backwards, regroup, yes. and then go forwards to do it in a, you know, a sustainable way. That sounds amazing. It sounds, it sounds absolutely brilliant. So, sorry. I mean, um, from talking to some of the fans already, you know, around the ground, there's a, there's definitely an optimistic approach this season. You seem to have a manager that you all believe in. Yeah. They're all saying about how well football plays. The oh. fact that he wants to yeah. put it on the. I'll be down there filming him. He is very quickly becoming my favourite man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've been this side and we can hear him. We can see the passion. And yeah. The thing is, you don't want to see a wall player as a manager. You want somebody who's no. going to be kicking every single ball. Yeah. He is what football ranter is all about. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love him already. But do you are you confident this season to be able to get the promotion, which your fans are saying that they kind of expect, so they want it, but they kind of expect it. They think you've got the manager. They think you've now got you've the players you've added over the summer. Yeah. They think they're going to give you that edge this, this time. And, and again, the first half we've seen, you've got your attackers are frightening. Like you've got guys up front who genuinely are. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm worried they're too frightening that people's going to have a look at them. But. Um, no, the, the reality is that over the last few close seasons, we've basically changed the team, the whole team. I mean, it's classic. You know, it happens in all clubs. Very rare you retain the core of your team from the year before and then add, you know, premium to it. And that's what we've done. And, I mean, we, 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 were, we knew this lot from, like, the end of May. They're all together. Done. He's done his business. We have given him the budget to do that. In fairness, you know, uh, we believe in him and we believe in his football, and you know, we look good. And the aim is the aim is promotion, but it's a game of football. And I've played football and I've been around football for a long time, and anything can happen. So I'm not like promising. The managers promised it, by the way. Right. Okay. He did. He did at the um, end of season party last for the end of last season. He promised it. But that's great. But that's the way he operates. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everything's looking good, but I'm the chairman and I'm, you know. More grounded. Yeah. yeah. I've, well, I've seen it before, but. I mean, I know I'm talking to myself, but I'm sure we're all going to be watching your results, you know, with interest over the season. I'm, mm. I definitely want to get down again a few times this season because already I'm, I'm loving the vibe here. You've got a really exciting team as well to watch. Um, I think what I happened last year was was people we went last year was our first year down from step three to step four people expected us to immediately go bounce straight back yeah, and we exactly and we after seven games we were like 17th yeah and that that's what i mean you know it, you have to have a realism check but all the all the bits are in place for this year the, and you know I, the, the fans are fantastic uh, the vibe's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got your own lager. We have our own lager. Which we've all lager. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? I strongly recommend the lager. <laughs> it's absolutely Tanner's lager. I'll pay you later. Went down yeah. very, very well. It's a shame I'm driving, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Next yeah. time I'm getting a train, that's yeah. for sure, we'll stay, stay in luckily. Um, again, going back to that vibe bit, it's, it's really interesting because you can actually see the players start to you know, take that on board. Yeah. 
and that's that's the problem. That goes one way or the other as well. You know, you can see if they're, they're having it's a bad a game, and I, I, I can imagine the fans here will probably um, be getting on their, their their backs. From a chairman's perspective, obviously, I know I know it's, it's been a short tenure, and I'm hoping it's many many years. Intense. Yeah. Do you, do you find do you find that they come and harangue you and and, and kind of you know supporters? Uh, no, they give their views, and that's yeah. absolutely right. Because one of the things I'm very keen on is being open and transparent yes. with them. You know, I, I, I was a fan. I've got, you know, they need to know what it costs to run this football club. It's yes. their club. It's a member's club. So it's not a supporter's trust, yeah. but it is a member's yeah. club. Um, and, you know, we're accountable to those guys. So that gives them the right to say what they think. Yeah. Um, you know, football, the trouble is football's about opinions, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I have a different opinion about... I see things on the pitch and I say to the manager... So and so didn't have a good game, and he said, "I thought he played quite well." Yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that's fine. That's what we come for, isn't it? Yes. You know, yeah. that's and what, what makes it interesting, I think. It yeah. is, and you know, we're actually a bit light on crowd because normally we're about four hundred. We would get between four and five hundred, even at step four level. And we take a lot of pl- away as well. So last year was fun because we visited a lot of new grounds that we'd never visited before. But these guys will always say what they think, and do, they should. Do you get on the bus with the guys? No, <laughs> no, they don't get a bus. They don't get a, we can't afford a bus. What I want is, uh, on top of getting promoted, I want a decent cup run. Yes, oh, that'd, be, nice. that'd yeah. be really good. We got last last time was 2017. We got to the second round proper for the FA Cup. Yeah. It's great. And of course, that brings in funds. That obviously yeah. raises the profile from, a, from yeah. and, and the media world that we live in. That it, it's all, it's yeah. actually all about that. And it's exactly. all about maxim, maximising that. Yeah, exactly right. But which, yeah, which which is good. Well, I think it's fair to say that. Where you're our first um, on-site interview in terms of Fantastic. club, we're always going to have a soft spot for leverage. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I think so. Oh, well, you're very welcome, guys. Thanks for coming down and choosing us. I really appreciate it. It's, it's been great. It, on, on, gen, genuinely, genuinely, we're all Premiership fans as well. But and it's and now I and we've been to Basingstoke a few times. Coming in, coming into that grassroots level, which is what's exciting us so much, is just that warmth. There, I mean, we were just sitting there having a burger with, with some guy, and, and he knew like mm. every single player mm. what he was doing, this mm. was going in, and doing that. We should we should have interviewed him, in fairness. But it was like it was like yeah, you know, and it's every single fan, and everybody we've spoken to. We're looking forward to the kit man. Apparently, he's very provocative. So we're uh, looking- the kit man, Richard. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um, oh, I see. Um, your kit man. The kit supplier. Yeah. No, no. Oh, we've spoken, we've spoken oh, to your kit, kit man. Bill, B- Billy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you won't understand a word he says. Yeah, so. he's Scottish, and none of us do, so we just ignore him. Yeah, I understand. I got subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or AI translation. No, he's brilliant. We love it. But listen, David, thank you so much for your my, time. My I realise how busy you are. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going we're, we're to make sure that uh, yeah, we, we've had a brilliant time. We're going to make sure that we uh, we're, we're going to blast this out to the world. Good man. You. And the second half kicks off. I can see. So yeah. I think we're going to so need to get back out there. Let's and, go and uh, see some more goals. I think we put some. We'll put some more players on this half. Give them a run out. So. Good. Cheers, thank guys. You thank, so you. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. In our world today, you can have your say. I'm pretty much. We all got the right to say what shite at any time. We will read reviews. Bad attitudes, complaints for you Whether it's that or this, ignorance ain't bliss We will make sure we tell you what boils our kids